Welcome to Align and Hustle. I'm your host, Kathy Spence, photographer, entrepreneur, and brand strategist. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring conversations that will help you expand your mind, align with your purpose, and take action towards creating a life you love. Are you ready? Let's do this. Well, hey there, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Align and Hustle podcast. I am so happy to have you here with me again today. And happy May. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It's already May of 2021. Where is the time going? But I am so excited to share this month of interviews with you. I have had the absolute pleasure of sitting down and interviewing some really amazing women, and I am so excited to share this month of interviews with you. And, you know, like I said, I have this renewed sense of vigor. I think it was the intense full moon energy of that super moon last week. I don't know if any of you felt that or if you think I'm completely out there by even mentioning the supermoon energy. Um, but I really felt it this, this month, and I really feel a shift. I feel renewed, re-energized, enthusiastic, excited, just simply just really excited about what is coming up. Just really excited and, and um, ready to go. Do you feel like that? <laughs> And this month I have a lineup of the most incredible guests, and I am so excited to share all these episodes with you this month. So if you haven't already, please subscribe so that you don't miss any of the shows that are coming up this month because they are fantastic. I had such a great time chatting with all of these amazing women, and I can't wait to share those conversations with you. So we are kicking off the month with Kate Ekman. She is the author of The Full Spirit Workout. Now, I love this book. <laughs> I I love Kate. I had such a great time chatting with her. She shares Okay, so let's be real. This is this is May and we're all thinking in our minds summer is coming and we need to get into bathing suit, summer shorts, weather shape. Am I right? I know that for many years, this was a trigger month for me because I only had two months to get into shape for summer. And I love this conversation because not only do we talk about her workout, which is a play on the full body workout, but it's really strengthening yourself from your core, stretching your comfort zone lifting yourself up, strengthening your confidence, building emotional muscles, boosting your mental metabolism, and stepping up your spiritual stamina and finding your inner calm. So really, it's about working from the inside out. And and have you heard that saying from Jane Fonda that the goal is not to be perfect or we are not meant to be perfect, we are meant to be whole. And for a long time, I didn't understand, and I really didn't understand what that meant until my I started down my personal development journey. And a lot of people ask me, you know, are you a photographer because your modeling career didn't work out? And it's actually the exact opposite. My mission my mission as a photographer is to guide my clients 
to a place of loving and fully accepting themselves. And as a brand photographer, to embracing who you are as a business owner and stepping into and embracing all of yourself. Like most women, we judge ourselves based on our exterior appearance. And I know I fell into this trap for a really long time. I was modeling for a while when I was in high school and the obsession with looking perfect on the outside or having these amazing, these perfect measurements um, just really fueled an unhealthy lifestyle and turned into an eating disorder that almost took my life. So, so body image, self-worth, these are these are subjects that are so close to my heart. And that is why I love this book that Kate wrote because it it's for everyone. It's for strengthening ourselves from the inside and putting less emphasis on how we look on the outside. So Kate is the author of The Full Spirit Workout. She is a Columbia University certified executive leadership coach. She is an elite athlete. She is an entrepreneur. She is just an amazing human. And she has put together this amazing book that I would love for all of you to read. And so I am going to be giving away some copies of her book. All you have to do is leave a five-star rating and a few kind words in the review Now, snapshot that because I don't know if some of you've noticed that when you leave a review in iTunes, it just kind of disappears into the um, Apple abyss. I don't know what happens. So sometimes they go missing. So if you could screenshot the review that you write before you send it off and send it to me on my Instagram DM at Kathy Spence Portrait, I will send you a DM, get your address and send you a copy of Kate's book. Because like I said, I would love for all of you to read it. We talk about her book. We talk about um, stretching your comfort zone, all the lifting yourself up, strengthening your core confidence. We actually dive deep into confidence in this um, conversation. But we really talk about women and worthiness and all the things, all the achievements and accolades and all the programming that we need to overcome. And it's really a great conversation. And I'd love for you to have the book. So don't forget, send a rating and review, take a snapshot, send it to me on Instagram at Kathy Spence Portrait, and I will DM you for your address so that I can send you a copy of her book. I will link up all the resources like I always do in the episode show notes at kathyspence.com. So if you'd like to get in touch with Kate or take advantage of any of her free resources, it will be there for you. Because I know you'll love her as much as I did, and I'm so excited to share this conversation with you. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Kate Ekman. Well, hey, beauty. It is so nice to see you. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's my joy to be here. So Kate, for those people who may not know you, can you give us a little bit of an idea of who you are and how we came to this point? 
Yeah. So I am the author of the full spirit workout, a 10 step system to shed your self doubt, strengthen your spiritual core and create a fun and fulfilling life. The book launched yesterday in the States. Woo-hoo. Yes, I'm so excited. It'll be in Canada, I believe on May 7th, the UK, May 27th. And, and, and there we go. So I'm in that kind of afterglow of, of giving birth to my book to the world yesterday. And that's, that's kind of how I, you know, I do other things too, and that's great. But right now I'm just focused on Kate, the author, because I've worked so hard to get here, but I do have a background in um, television. I was a TV news anchor and reporter and got to interview people like President Barack Obama and Angelina Jolie, which was awesome. Oh, wow. Um, Is she like super gorgeous in real life? She looks exactly the same. Yes. Like, are you, are you like breathtaking when you see her? I think it's more, it's, I think more than what people look like, what I find most attractive. And when you're kind of like, oh, it's their presence mm. and their energy. And she shows up like she means it. And I, I talk about that in my book and one of my five P's of confidence. The first one is presence and about me. I want to talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. But I was, as a photographer, I find the same thing. A lot of people say, you know, I'm not photogenic. But I find that it's the energy that comes through the eyes that makes you photogenic. It's the kind that, yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's like I said, showing up like you mean it. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm not, I'm not achieving my goals or I'm not getting this. And they're not showing up with that energy and enthusiasm and zest for life. And you got to bring it. And I think that's why people, besides that they're rich and famous and beautiful, when people see a celebrity and, and person, they're kind of like, ooh, and they're just like us, by the way. And they're, we, they all experience the same struggles. Like we're all the same. They just have a lot more money and fame. And, but someone like her, it's just, I really noticed too about just how she had a grounded presence. And it's interesting at the time, and this was years ago, but she had um, adopted two of her kids already. And I asked her, are you ever going to have any kids of your own? And she actually said no. And Mm -hmm. she said, because there's so many children out there who need a happy, healthy home. So she just spoke to wanting to adopt and adopt, which she did adopt um, more children. But then of course, we all know that she married Brad Pitt and they had children together. So we, we all think we have this plan for ourselves, but being open to a greater plan. And I like that because you can change your mind. And I think some people forget that you can change your mind. You don't have to stay in the same career, relationship, job, what up city forever. When it's it's no longer feels like a fit, you can change your mind and you can change directions. And, and I invite people to do that. And that's step one of this book is stretch your comfort zone and, and really stepping outside of that because that's when life gets really juicy and you're able to see who you really are and can be, and more importantly, choose who you really want to be in that moment. Mm. So this is why I wanted to have you on the show because your book really spoke to me. Do you mind if I read part of the introduction? Oh, that's great. Is yeah, that okay? Because I think that, um, like I said, I am a a photographer and branding is my business. And for me, it's about getting people to, and the purpose of the podcast is getting people to step into their true selves. And when I wrote, when I read this introduction, I'm sure this will resonate with so many because I felt like you were just describing me and, and speaking directly to me. So let me Let me read this. If you looked at my life from the outside, you might be surprised to learn that I spent most of my years getting in my own way. 
Despite achieving many goals and building a successful career, I was often in turmoil, filled with anxiety and insecurity. My life was about impressing other people or attaining some image of success that I'd borrowed from society. I'm getting goosebumps as I read this. But who was I on the inside? Who was the real me? And what did that real what did that real me really want? For a long time, I had no idea. So you know, I talk about authenticity and being yourself, but you know, some people don't even know who they are anymore because of life, and they've lost themselves along the way. And so, I really would love for you to dive into what being like the full spirit workout, what that means to you, and why did you decide to write this book? Mm, you're so Obviously. awesome, by the way. <laughs> I already appreciate you having me in this conversation. So, and thank you for reading that. It's so great to see what's resonating with people. And as I like to say, this oh, is- there's more. I could have kept going, but I wanted your. I wanted. Oh, we. I lost you there. But there's more, and I wanted. I could kept. Go, I could keep going, but I don't think the podcast should be reading your book. On <laughs> they can purchase the book and read yeah. for themselves, but. Um, you know, my story is everybody's story, quite frankly, because we are all guilty of placing our worth outside of ourselves. We're plugged into societal standards and a culture that says you have to look a certain way. You have to have the, a, the certain spouse. You have to have the house, the car, the money, the likes, the followers, all of the shiny objects to even be worthy of anything. And that's why so many of us feel like crap all the time. We're caught in the comparison trap. We, we have lost sight of who we are, who we really are underneath all of the titles and labels and what we think we should be doing and what our parents think and what everybody else thinks. So we're like, what do we really want? And, and it sounds so simple and obvious, but I work with people who have more money than they know what to do with, have achieved so much success in the outside world, and they can't answer this question. They have, they were like me, they have no idea because that takes that quiet distraction-free time to put everything down and sit quietly by yourself and process and reflect and check in with yourself like you're a small child and, and ask how are you doing? What do you need? What's working? And we aren't doing that because we aren't taught that. It's just, we're taught you need all this stuff, but we're not going to give you the tools on how to do it. And by the way, if you're really lucky and you work really hard, you can get a lot of that stuff, but it's not going to make you happy for more than 20 minutes because you get the thing and then you want the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so the cycle on the frantic sweaty hamster wheel continues until you get so burned out and exhausted and overwhelmed like I got when I had to have not one, but two massive wake up calls and really change the way that I looked at myself and my life and, and was forced. And luckily I chose to make those changes and to live from a completely different space. And it, it takes work like anything else. That's what the full spirit workout is. It's a, a play on the expression, the full body workout mm-hmm. that we've all heard advertised at the gym, but it's also about bringing your full spirit, your authentic truth and power, your, your passion, your presence, your love to everyone you meet and to everything you do. It is showing up with that zest for life and deciding intentionally and deliberately who do you want to be and who you really are. And like anything, it is a practice. You know, we all know we can't show up at the gym and ask our personal trainer to do all the push-ups for us. We're going to get no results. 
And this is the same here. It, it is work, but it's so rewarding. And then what happens is you start to become the person, your default setting shifts to the person who naturally attracts the money, the relationships, the opportunities, the experiences, because you've come the person that lives that kind of life. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I actually just did a, <clears throat> sorry. I actually just did a solo episode about that, about stepping into that next version of you. When you reach obstacles, it might life might demand something more from you and you have to step into that person and become that, that person that can move to that next level, move through those obstacles. But I wanted to ask you, so, so I love the concept, but where do we start? So where does one start on this journey? I think you start with, again, this is going to sound so simple, but I can already hear and feel resistance. You start (laughs) sitting quietly in a room by yourself. One of my favorite quotes of all time from Blaise Pascal says, all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Oh my gosh. I was just going to um, read that quote back to you because I think that that's why so many people are having issues with these isolations and lockdowns is because they're forced, they're forced to sit down, they're forced to slow down and they're forced to be alone with their own thoughts. And that's the scariest thing. It, it can be very scary and, um, unsettling and uncomfortable, but that's why that is necessary and mandatory because we need to be uncomfortable. That's where you shift. That's where you change. That's where you grow. That's where you get to decide who do I want to be. And I start with it. This is, this is mandatory. This is, this is separate from my meditation. I call it sit and stare time. So Mm -hmm. I invite everyone listening right now to start incorporating at least five minutes a day of sit and stare time. You stare out the window, you stare straight ahead, and you just give yourself that time. Let your brain breathe, let your heart relax, let your body relax, and just check in with yourself. And what happens is we get to then become more practiced at listening, meaning our ego, our our mind can only take us so far. There are limits. And you have to tune into that divine wisdom that we all have. It's just we don't believe it. We aren't practiced at listening to it. I think many of us hear it all the time. You can call it your intuition, but we hear it and we think, I I can't do that. That's going to be too much work. Or I can't move. All my friends are here. Or, oh my God, I'm miserable in this relationship, but that's too much effort to change. And maybe I'll never meet anyone again. Or I hate this job, but I need a paycheck. It's all these things that we tell ourselves. And and you'll know when the time is right to make that change. Hopefully it's before the massive wake up call and you get literally thrown off the path that you're mm-hmm. on. Like I did, mm-hmm. but it can, is- you talk, can you talk about that? Can you, um, let it like, what was, the, what was the trigger that caused you down to expand on this and go down this road? Yeah. So I lost not one, but two dear friends to suicide in, in one year. And mm-hmm. one was my ex-boyfriend and the other was a best friend who was also just a love of my life and just a mere image of me. We were soulmates and just, he was like my male counterpart. And so when someone who's just like you, you know, the life of every party, everyone's best friend decides to end their life out of nowhere. No, none of us saw it coming. It, it shakes you to your core. And it was that coupled with a, a story I talk about in the introduction about being in a pharmacy in New York City and contemplating 
taking the whole bottle of, of antidepressants because I was in so much pain. I was having a panic attack in the middle of midtown Manhattan near Times Square, which is panic inducing, even when you're not experiencing deep grief. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, it, it, it scared me. And I thought, who have I become and how did I get here? But it was someone who went through such deep grief and didn't give herself a, a time to heal and process, kept my schedule packed, was booking jobs every day. And I, I simply couldn't keep up. And, and I just was overcome and overwhelmed. And luckily my brother is a physician and was there for me that day and, you know, threatened to call the cops and, and kind of snapped me back into my body and reminded me that, oh my gosh, what are you doing? And, and I was so scared and, and, and so much grief that I just dove headfirst into so many spiritual teachings and practices. And I went back to school and, and studied neuroscience and positive psychology and these whole person coaching techniques and really dedicated my whole life to finding a better way of living and, and to train my attitudinal muscles and get really strong and fit and, and confident on the real on, on the inside and, and, and real confidence is what I was trying to say, because I had the performance confidence down, you know, as my friend said, she's like, you're a showman. I can show up and like deliver the speech and like nail my TV presentation. And I think a lot of us have performance confidence. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that unshakable confidence that can only come from within and that can weather any storm. Mm. I mean, I like you. (laughs) (laughs) I like you too. I can see that the wheels turning in mind, like, whoa, she's just going there. And yeah, I just kind of let it all hang out because I, 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 I can't pretend anymore. I don't want to pretend. And that's what happens too. You know, you reach a certain level of success or you look the part and I get a lot of, oh, I didn't think someone like you would experience this. Or then you have, I had some woman yesterday say to me like, well, you're so beautiful. I'm sure you get everything you want. And I just Mm. think, wow, are we still doing that to other women? And are we still judging people based simply on what they look like? And thank you for the compliment to my parents' genetics and their, the physicality of their product. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, but it's, it's unsettling. And I, you know, people want to put women in a box. I don't know if you've noticed that they want you to, or they, they only think you should be one thing. So if you're a mom, why are you working? Or I don't take you seriously as a career woman or vice versa. Everyone's experienced that. Or it's, if you look a certain way, you can't possibly be intelligent or achieve these things. It's, it's also sick and I'm calling BS on all of it. And I'm here, especially for young girls and women as here's a different alternative to life. I often feel very alone in my decision to not marry or have children. I feel like an alien on earth. And, but what a great example to give to other women. You don't have to settle. You don't have to go down a a path that society says you have to do to be worthy we get to make our own rules. Now. I think that's what I represent. And what this book represents is freedom and, and you have power and the choice and, and let's go, you know, the time is now, you know, we're we're nearing midnight and, and we don't have any time to waste. And, And if you can't do it for yourself, show up for your family, show up for your organization, show up for a cause greater than you. And that's going to snap you out of your funk. You're going to get unstuck because now you've got a purpose so much bigger than little old you. Oh my gosh. I have head to toe goosebumps. I feel like people come in and out of your life at certain times for a reason. And I really am so grateful to have you here today because I am, I am loving this conversation. (laughs) 
(laughs) And you're such a force. You're a force. And I just wish you all the success with this book, because I really think it's important for, for every young woman, well, men too, but for every young woman to read this and well, young and old, any age, this is important. It's important to connect to yourself. So let's, let's, as the photographer in me is so interested in the confidence piece because I have a lot of women that won't book a session. They won't show up in their business they, because they want to lose 10 pounds or they're not ready yet. Or So how do we build that confidence that you were saying even at the beginning with that, that presence that Angelina Jolie had? How do we start building that from the inside? Sure. I will absolutely get to that. I have to address the 10 pound thing because (laughs) I'm, I'm there now. And I I think what I will say to those women is, listen, you have a business that's going to serve people. They need to see you and connect with you on your website and have those images. And because you're so talented, it's your job to shoot your clients in a way where they feel confident and yeah, there's times, I mean, my weight has fluctuated so much. I've had 30 pound weight gains and was working on camera professionally. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my clothes don't fit. TV adds 10 pounds. It doesn't matter. You have to show up and, and, and rock it and, and trust, especially in your case, still photography, you're going to get a great shot. That's your job. Mm-hmm. You're going to position them in a way and help them. And so trust your photographer. And, and also let's stop being so hard on ourselves. Maybe you've gained 10 pounds because you've lost a loved one and you've been struggling with grief. Maybe you're under so much stress and pressure and quite frankly, who cares? I'm not, I'm not advocating, you know, being unhealthy or or being obese or whatever it is. All I'm saying is that sometimes we gain weight, especially as women, we have natural female weight fluctuations and just be so busy and immersed in your business, in your passion, in your family, that it's like, I've gained 10 pounds. Oh, well, I'll lose it. And and start to come back home to some compassion and grace for yourself. We got it. We got to stop beating ourselves up, right? Life is hard. If you have, are you still smiling and still getting out of bed every day after the year we've all had, mm-hmm. you're a success. Just, mm-hmm. just keep going. And then it's, it is like a choice. You'll start to, cause I was, I was starting to be like, Oh, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable in my clothes. So it's like, maybe just pizza once a week or every other week, instead of every other day, like I was rocking this winter when it's so cold and miserable and I haven't had a hug in months, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with eating a little more pizza. So anyway, I had to say that because no, it's important. I feel the same around it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel the same. I have conversations with my clients all the time. I know how to pose you. I can slim you down. I can do this, but we are, we're so hard on ourselves. None of the men that call me for branding photos ever ask um, if they can wait a month to lose 10 pounds. They just show up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, that's just a product of our society. Men, I, it's coming as a TV person, you can be so unattractive as a man and have any TV job you want and women, you really can't. And Mm. even that's what I, it was important for me. I being a curvy woman, I mean, I'm a size 12 and us size 12. And so just being a curvy woman as a model, as a TV person. And, and then I would get the comments. What do people love to say to me? Um, Oh, it's so great that you're not super skinny. Then everyone would really hate you. I mean, stuff that is, is, you know what, that, that is sad, but that is true. And that's why it's sad. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I think, wow. And it's kind of like, you know, you're okay. You're relatable. You're lovable. I I won't hate you because you're, you're a little big. You could lose some weight is what Mm -hmm. I'm hearing them say. And so I just, 
I think it's, I have developed, it's, it's deeper than developing a thick skin. For me, it's about connecting with my spirit. And the, the truth about our spirit is that it can never be criticized. It can never be overlooked or rejected. And so it is about coming back home to ourselves, remembering who the, you know, F we are and, and really tuning out all of the nonsense. And it does take work. It does take practice, but when you're in that space, then you just naturally make healthier food choices. You want to move your body because you're in that space of, of honoring who you are. And and to answer your confidence question, this is one of my favorite things to talk about. I think because when I was studying at Columbia University, which is a massive research institution, and I had to do this huge paper and and project, and I chose to research confidence and accelerating confidence um, or leveraging confidence to accelerate leadership development, just Mm. seeing all around us the, the really bad effects of of poor leadership, whether it's, you know, in a country and an organization, even within a family. And so again, it was that, that inner confidence that we can all cultivate and, and build. And what I love about confidence is that it stems from the words to trust, to do something with trust. So it isn't about what we look like. It isn't about our perfect picture. or They're trying to present this perfect package to the world or how much money we have. It's, it's about, trusting. So how cool is that? And it's a practice that we can just build and build and build on. But I came up with my five P's and they are presence, patience, purpose, preparation, and practice. And because I love you, I'll give you two bonus P's. Okay. <laughs> I'll, take them. I'll take them all. Let me hear <laughs> and it's pause and person as in be a person. And, and what that means is, you know, my speaking coach, Eduardo Placer always says to me, just be a freaking person. And I think we forget that because we are in the place of perfectionism, or I've got to deliver this perfect performance, no such thing, Mm. just be a person. And that's what people love and respect. And that's what they connect with. You know, we, we present a certain thing to the world and that is part of who we are, but we're also that messy person just trying to keep it all together behind the scenes that we don't want anyone to see, you know, when the lights are off and, and the hair and makeup isn't done and we're crying because we're overwhelmed or whatever it is. I, I I'm there. Sometimes I go through the whole gamut in one day, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's, it can be challenging out there. So just be a person and and connect to your humanity. And I'm going backwards in the piece, but pause. This is what full spirit workout is about. It is about non-react reactivity and getting still within and, and pausing before you tell the jerk that they're a jerk pausing before you answer that upsetting email that mm. you say what you really want to say that ruins the relationship forever. So, and then taking pauses throughout the day, even doing press for this book, just even if it's 20 minutes to just sit and close my eyes, listen to a song, step outside for some fresh air. I think we all need to just take more pauses throughout the day. And I recommend scheduling it into your Google calendar along with all the, if it's not scheduled, it doesn't happen. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. Cause people like, well, I, I love the people that say, I don't have time for that. And I say, you know what? I don't have time for, I don't have time to be angry. I don't have time to be overwhelmed and exhausted and disconnected. I don't have time to feel bad about myself. So it, it is a choice what we make time for or what we allow time for. But even if you put in from three to three 15, I'm going on a walk or from four to four Oh five, 
sit and stare time and schedule it in. And it'll make you happy to look at your calendar where it's not just all the Zoom meetings you don't want to be in. You know? I know we're all getting so tired. Like, oh, something on my calendar I want to do. Yay. <laughs> you know? um, and then I'll just, I'll quickly take you through the other five piece presence, of course, being present. So shutting down the distractions, but like I said earlier, bringing your presence to everything that you do and to everyone you meet, showing up like you mean it, saying hi to the checkout person at the grocery store, mm-hmm. smiling at people, even under your mask, and they'll see it with your eyes, but just choosing to connect deeply with yourself and others. And, and you think of your favorite athlete or entertainer, they are present. Angelina Jolie, she is present. You have mm-hmm. to be to, to do that role. So See, can I just jump in? I find sure. that that's when I was raising, well, when my children were little, that was the one thing that I regret now going back because I was guilty about when I wasn't working. I was in a corporate job at the time and I was guilty that I wasn't at work when I was with my kids. And then when I was with my kids, vice versa, right? So um, I think I messed that up. I was guilty when I was at work that I wasn't with my kids and vice versa when I was with my kids and I wasn't at work. My mind was always running on all the things that I should be doing at the time instead of standing in that moment. And it goes so fast. So fast. And I love that you brought up kids because kids and animals more than anyone will call you out when you're not being present. I mean, my niece and nephew, Aunt Kate, Aunt Kate, Aunt Kate, if I'm on my phone for two seconds. But I appreciate it because they're kind of saying, what could possibly be more important than my cute face? Mm-hmm. And I think you're right, nothing. And so I love kids and animals for that because they really, they really tell you about yourself, right? Like they call you out. Mm-hmm. And it, it's that reminder to, okay, right now I'm with my kids. I'm going to be all here. And perhaps that will lead to less guilt at work when I'm on an eight-hour shoot or you are at your corporate job. Be all there so you can get twice as much done and half the time. So when you do go home, you're fully present. I think that's a thing too, are the people I used to say this, I don't have time. And then I'm like, you just spent two hours on Instagram. How do I know? Cause I started setting the time limits on my phone. You can do that. You get two hours a day on all social media and it would be 10 AM and my things would all freeze. I'm like, wow. So I think we have way more time and energy than we realize we are just giving it away to we're mad about that, that upsetting email or conversation for three months. And we don't even realize that it's sucking the energy out of us, that the resentment, the, the jealousy, all that stuff that weighs us down, it's taken us out. So it, it, this is about being conscious and deliberate with our decisions and, and with our time. And I, I can't say it enough. It is a practice. My fourth P it takes practice. Think of anything you've done. I'll even take something I don't even want to say simple. This is when I'm such an aunt and not a mom. Something as simple as changing a diaper. Maybe the first time it's like, how does this go? And I bet you could change a diaper now, not that you have to anymore, but you could probably change a diaper with your hands tied behind your back and your Mm -hmm. eyes closed in the dark (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you've done it a a million times. So give yourself that time to, you know, today, wow, I only could do 30 seconds of sit and stare time. Today. That's how I feel also about my about my work as a photographer. When I first started, I was so unsure of myself and I had no confidence whatsoever. Now I can walk in that it's like I can put the settings on the camera. I can start a shoot with my eyes closed. It's it, yeah, it is practice. Yeah. And, and so that leads me to patience and, and patience stems from the Latin word for suffering. 
So no wonder we don't like to wait for things. It, we're suffering while we wait. But the practice is, my, one of my favorite songs from 38 Special says, hold on loosely. So not gripping the wheel so tight, that's actually repelling your goal, but just taking your action steps, putting in the work and then releasing, surrendering back into trust and, and giving it up. As I like to say, I believe in God. So I, I give it up to God and I'm like, I'll let you take over. I've done, I've taken it as far as I can take it today. You look like you want to say something. Can we unpack this? Okay. So this is my issue. Every time I have someone on the show that talks about letting go and surrendering, I, it's like my back gets tight. (laughs) Can we unpack this a little bit more? Like what does that, how does one do that? I had one guest that told me once that I am carrying a bag of rocks and to put the rocks down and I visualize it but I can't quite, I can't quite let it go. So this whole thing about letting go, can you, can you talk about that a bit more? Sure. I think so much of it is moving it from the head down into the heart. And and I, I talk about a situation in the book where, you know, I, I call myself the rejection specialist. I've just been rejected so many times across all of my careers. And I had just experienced a, a huge rejection and I I was fed up, quite frankly. I wasn't in a space of surrender. I was pissed. But I think this is part of the process to answer your question. I was really upset. I called my friend. I was was mad for 10 minutes and I, I got that out. I didn't pretend. I didn't suppress. I didn't. It was all out there in in a blaze of glory, my anger and frustration and and hurt. And then it was like, okay, I've got that out of my body. You got to get it out of your body. You got to have a accountability friend, coach, therapist journal, whatever you prefer and and get it out of your body um, because it's affecting us more than we realize. And then I had that moment. I, because I do these practices, I I sat quietly. I was in my New York city apartment and I I was open to hearing some divine wisdom and I got quiet and I, I just heard this voice that said, it is no longer okay to just trust part of the time. You have to have full time faith. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And so I I was open to that. And then it's like, what does that look like? But it it is something where you just have to cultivate. And then I have moments where like something isn't working out. You know, we all want what we want and we want it right now. So if you're in that space of like, where is it? Or I said, you know, a couple months ago, when is it going to be my time? And I was angry. And and I think it's good to be, you know, not be have that toxic positivity of like, it's fine or when it's right. No, like be angry for a minute. It you should be. It's it's appropriate that you're angry. You're you're frustrated. You put all you're like, where's my return on investment? And I think for me, I did I just then I had to get real with myself. And it was that conversation where wow, if you got the, and I'm talking about the book deal and then the book that is now out and, and, and facing some rejections before I sign with my now publisher and, and saying, you know what, Kate, if you got this book deal right now, you would probably be miserable. You have so much going on. I felt that it wasn't the exact right time. Mm-hmm. And it was that, that shifting into my body, you know, it's so much more powerful when it's, when it's in our body. That's why the the best speakers, they're not speaking from their head. It's in their body, just like the best athletes it's in their body. They're not like, okay, now I have to dribble the basket and come over here and shoot. It's, it's almost like unconscious in terms of like, they're just think of Prince playing the electric guitar. It's in his body. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where we need to get. And you say, well, gosh, how do I get there? But it is, it is, 
doing that. And then you'll celebrate little wins and this will get easier and easier. But I, I think for me, it was that understanding of moving it from the head down in the heart, understanding it in my body. And then when I was in that place of like, you know what, I don't care when it happens because I know it's going to happen. And this is deeper than posting the cute quote on Instagram. We have to actually believe the words that we're saying. That's why I love being an author. You got to live your words, you know, even when it's hard and, and admit when it's like today, I don't have it. And I'm going to have to call a friend and be like, I am pissed. I'm going through a hard time and talking about it and letting it move through your body. And then you, you release it. And then you're like, okay, I can, I can do this. But I think you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other trusting. This isn't about sitting on the couch and eating bonbons all day. It's like, okay, I trust. Where's my stuff? Where, you know, mm-hmm. no, we're not That's- doing that, but, um, it really is that, uh, a practice. And it really is like getting to that place of photography where you don't, it, it's, it's in your body, even mm-hmm. on your worst day, when you're, let's say something, you know, upsetting happened and you're, that's in your head. doesn't matter. You're, you're so good at your job. You can still be present and, and know what to do. And that's the it's same funny. thing with being patient. It's funny that you say that because actually my aunt was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in December. And when I found out and they said she only has a few weeks to live. And when I found out with all the COVID and everything that was happening, um, I had a shoot that day and it ended up being one of my best work, my best work that I've had to date. I love that. I think that speaks to, you weren't so focused on this has to, I have to shoot this, you know, or like, this is a big client or it has to be this. I think you were just, you had that grace and acceptance of yourself of, you know what, I'm just going to show up and and trust that I can lean into my skills and expertise. Mm-hmm. I think of that, that reminds me of swim meets, like the, the, at nationals. Oh my gosh, it's nationals. I have to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't compete well when it was those big long course summer invitationals we're in like heat 14 of the 400 free and nobody cares. It's, I would swim out of my mind because I was relaxed. I didn't have all that pressure on myself. I, I literally was just, let's have fun with it. This isn't even my event. I don't even want to swim this event. I don't care. Hopefully I don't make finals. So I don't have to swim this again. And I would like be seated first and win the whole event. It just, mm-hmm. That's how stuff it's kind happens. of like, um, it's well, that comes back to being present, right? Because I took myself out of my head. I was just present. I was there for the client and I did my job. Absolutely. And, you know, I think too, cause you're like, gosh, how can I, when I, you know, I, I do talks on, on confidence. And when I, I illustrate a story for patients, I immediately, this, this story happened 20 years ago. So in 2001 country singer, Shelby Lynn won best new artist at the Grammys I've watched almost every Grammys. This is really one of the only moments that I remember, the only acceptance speech I ever remembered. And she gets up there and I didn't even, I wasn't familiar with her. And she said, best new artist, thank you. She said, it only took 13 years and six albums to get here. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I got, I just got the chills. I just got the chills too. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I thought, and and she was, she was of course in gratitude. It was a very short speech, but it's almost like a mockery to the Grammys and and to everybody like hilarious that you, that I'm a best new artist when I've been doing this for, I'm sure way before 13 years where she was a professional, it's, Mm -hmm. but that's what people think, or they show up or you write a book or you're in a magazine or you have your podcast, you have your business and people want to be 
where the person who's been at it 20 years is. And it's mm-hmm. just, like, no, and, and you want to go through the process because that's how you develop your musculature and your skill set, and, and you face rejections and you fall on your face. That's how you get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no substitute for the work. And, and for all of us to just start enjoying the process better. And, and by the way, this is something I have to tune into every day. There's no like, okay, I'm here now. I don't have to practice. I'll just relax. (laughs) I illustrate that by, by the gym, the physical body. There's no like, okay, I've got my six pack. I never have to work out again. And if you have a six pack, I wouldn't know. I've never had one, but I would imagine you're working harder than anybody because you got a six pack. That's a lot to maintain. Mm -hmm. So you have to think about it in in those terms. And, And even a story that I love for patients that explains how and why I am alive my mom couldn't get pregnant for nearly eight years. And doctors said, you're not going to be able to have children. You have to adopt. And obviously that changed because I'm here. I have an older brother. We're about a year and a half apart, but I asked him, I'm like, well, how did you get pregnant? Thank you. Cause you gave me life. But she said, I gave up and she didn't mean she threw in the towel and like never got together with my dad again. She, she gave it up to a higher power and surrendered. And I think what that did is like, we just talked about in our examples, she, she relaxed. And, and I think it took the stress and pressure off of her body where then her body was like, okay, I can do this. I'm not so stressed out and blocking the miracle. Mm, it's funny that you say that because even the last few days, I've told you, I, I'm not feeling very well, but I can't decipher between what is a real, like, what is a symptom that I'm, that I'm feeling in my body and what is anxiety the external circumstances, like people were so wound so tight sometimes, right? With all this that's going on in your environment. And what I love about your book is that it gives you the tools to help you disengage from what's happening outside yourself, right? And just really get connected back into what's happening within. Yeah. And, and how important that is and and how good it feels. And you just mentioned anxiety and I had, I've, I've had a lot of anxiety recently with the, the launch of this book, the excitement and, you know, but even doing my, my virtual launch party last night and my best friend from high school who I've been friends with. How was that? Was it great? It was, it was so great. Thank you. It was virtual of course, but it was so great. And it was really powerful for, I mean, Heather is my sister, 30 years friendship. She knows, knows me so well, knows so much about me and for her to get on there and say, you know, that story you told in the introduction, she said, I know you better than anyone. She's like, I didn't know that. And I'm like, mm. nobody did. And so, and now I'm sharing it with the world. Oh. So it's, it's, it can be scary and it can be, oh my gosh, people, but I don't care. Right. I don't care because I'm here to just really give a slap in the face to the shame culture and um, the shame we put on ourselves for, again, with women, our weight and what we look like, or I'm all here judgments, to right? all the judgment. I, I'm yeah. done with it. I'm done pretending. I'm like, yeah, this happened. This is where I was. And, and hopefully by me sharing, you'll, you don't have to share with the world. You don't have to share with the public. You don't have to share with anybody, but you need to share it with yourself. You need to start getting real with yourself about what's really happening at your core, not what you're pretending, not what you would like to be true, but what is actually true. And when you do that, 
the, the chains and the shackles come off, you are free. And then it's just like, yeah, this is my story. This is my truth. This is who I am. This is where I am. The end. If you don't like it, great. I want, I want to clear you out and I, I, I will release you with love, but this is really the era of letting people fall away, making space. I mean, I'm connecting more deeply with people like yourself that I've known for an hour on a podcast than people who have been in my life for years. And what's good about that is I'm like, I'm connecting deeply with awesome people all over the world, but letting people fall away. We, you know, we really need to start as we change and grow. As I like to say, when you grow, be prepared to outgrow a lot of people and that's okay. Is it going to be painful? Yes, it Mm -hmm. can be. Is it going to be uncomfortable? Absolutely. But, but this is what life is about. And this is how growth happens. And then like your photography, like my swimming, like my live shots, you do it and you get better. And then it just becomes who you you, who you are. And your default setting is one of attracting goodness rather than attracting all the crap. Mm. I'm going to say it again. I so love, I like, I love you. I feel like we've been <laughs> friends for years. I know, right? That's what, well, that's what you're like. My podcast is just a conversation. I'm forgetting that people are going to listen at some point. It's just, it's just us connecting, but that's what it's about, right? So Kate, I think we lost track of the of the P's. Okay, so wait. So you gave me the bonuses, which were pause and, and be a person. And be a person, which I think is why I love you so much because you're just real. You just you show up here and this is who I am. And let's just talk. And I feel like I've known you forever. So I love that. So pause and be a person. And then we went to presence, patience. Yes. Practice. Now, now we're on, we, um, I'll, we'll go to purpose and the last three, we can move through quickly. Purpose is your why. So why is this important to you? And so many people, I think writing a book, then everyone's like, I want to write a book. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to write a book? And I'm not, I'm not satisfied with most of the answers I'm getting because it's, it's all about the externals and, it's and to the me, ego sometimes too, right? Yeah. And a, a book, and, you know, unless you're, you know, some multimillionaire who has a ghost writer, which that's a whole other story. I find it disingenuous, but whatever. But why do you, why do you want to write a book? Why do you want to do these things that you say you want to do? And when the people are like, well, I want to more notoriety or like, I think it's cool to write a book. I say, that's like me having children. So I can post cute pictures of them on Instagram and get more likes. Anyway, so I think it's being really clear on your why and, and the days where you can't show up for yourself, showing up for a cause greater than yourself. So mm-hmm. purpose, your why. Practice, as you know, when you, you pra- or preparation, I'm sorry, when you're prepared, you it boosts your confidence because you're developing better habits that lead to better behaviors that lead to better results. So put in that preparation, even on the days where it, it seems hard, show up for someone else, do it for someone else. And practice, you know, when I think of practice, I laugh and I, I think of Tom Brady, the Super Bowl champion, who we're the same age. We were both Big Ten athletes. I swam at Penn State. He obviously played football at Michigan and he's still winning Super Bowls. And my knees hurt when I go to Pilates. So uh, all praise and glory to Tom Brady. Um, and I laugh about it all the time. Maybe he has Maybe he has a team of therapists that help him for okay. years. But you're, bringing, but you're bringing up the point where, you know, Tom Brady practices harder than anyone, not because he's the worst, but because he's the best. His talent merits investments, investment. He has more coaches, more training than anyone. That's why he's still winning Super Bowls at 43. So I think there's that notion too, like, oh, I can just show up once a month on my passion project. No, no. Just like you can't go to the gym once a month and expect any sort of fitness. It's better mm-hmm. than nothing but we know it has to be consistent. So why do we, why do we sit here and think, well, why hasn't this happened? I'm like, 
because you showed up once a month. So showing up like you mean it and, and consistently and, and like physical exercise, after you start doing it, you start to crave it. And then you think, oh gosh, I, like for me, I'm like, I'm not going back to the, that dark space, those dark moments. You go, I, I will tell myself, I'm like, you are spinning out. You need to go sit your butt down for 20 minutes and meditate. And I do. And sometimes I'm like, ah, you know, it's with myself. I'm like, go sit down. <laughs> we also have that bratty child within us who's resistant, who thinks she knows best. And that's when you say, you need to sit down. You're, you're spinning out here. What's, what's up. And it's like, oh yeah. Okay. And then you sit down and then you breathe and people are even like, I don't, I don't know. I can't meditate. I'm like, yeah, you can, you can sit down and focus on your breath for 30 seconds. And and I used to think that I said that actually once in a promo video that I can't meditate, but I can, but I walk in nature. And to me, I didn't realize that's my meditation. Focus on your breath, focus on your heart and just be, just be quiet. I mean, even, even right now, I'm like, oh, that sounds so good right now, right? You can do it. You can do it. Start, do it right now. Press pause and just sit and close. Your unless eyes. you're driving. Unless, unless you're driving. You're driving. <laughs> you're driving pull over. No. <laughs> what can I ask? Okay. Can I ask? You obviously had to go through all of these processes to come up with this, this workout. And you coach business people, you coach athletes. And you help them with your with your workout. What was the what part of it was the most beneficial or most most um, pivotal for you? What really shifted you the most out of the all of from the entire process? I just am interested. Wow, um, it, process is a perfect word, and I love I love your, the Canadian accent. The process. I love- <laughs> The process and we're out and about. Oh, I love you guys. I love it. I had Canadian. I, hear it. I can't I, hear it. I, I, I love it. I loved my, my Canadian teammates at Penn state on the swim team who is like out and about. And I'm like, Oh, keep talking. I love your accent. <laughs> so it is a process and a process. Um, yeah, it's hard to pick that favorite. I think a skill that has really served me well, and that has served my clients well is the art and the act of deeply listening to someone without an agenda, without needing to find a solution, without giving advice, without thinking I know best and making it about me in any way or projecting. And I think the most powerful part of the whole process is is really seeing and hearing and acknowledging ourselves and then directing that outward where we, we are able to see and hear and acknowledge others. It's transformational because even people who love us or claim to love us oftentimes or sometimes don't really see us. And it's painful. I I've been there and, you know, you work so hard and you know who you are and your own relative or friend just can't even give you a, Hey, I see you like great job. Or I love that article you wrote, or I can tell you're working really hard on your fitness or wow, you're such a good mom. You have so much patience. I don't know why it's so hard for people to just give that to someone because it's free. It costs nothing when you see someone or or give them some love or a compliment, you feel just as benefited from it as they do. And it's just the opposite of all the dragging down and the comparison and the judgment and all of that. But you will transform your life and others' lives. And I love that this tool is free. Um, you don't have to even hire a coach. 
Um, you know, it is important. Like, I love that you can read about all these things in a book that for under $17 that you can just turn to again and again, I go through exercises in my book every day, every day I have to, we have to fine tune our instrument. There's again, there's no, no time where we're ever going to be so spiritually fit or physically fit where we can just stay stagnant, you know, and what's that quote, a man grows most tired while standing still. So I, I invite everyone listening right now to think about how they aren't seeing themselves or acknowledging themselves and, and how they aren't doing that for, especially the people in their immediate vicinity. And just that gift that you can give to people. I've started doing what I call appreciation notes. And even last night, I was just in such appreciation for my speaking coach who I've just done a few sessions with and just his guidance and support. So I can show up and these keynotes that I'm giving and just knock it out of the park, not because I'm giving some perfect presentation, but I'm doing what he says, be a freaking person. And so I said to him last night, I'm like, I'm just being a person. I'm just being a person. That's, that's all anybody wants from us is just to be a person. Why is this so hard? Well, my friend, (laughs) I want to say that I appreciate you. I appreciate that you took the time to chat with me today and really for putting this work out into the world and for showing up as yourself, your real self, and having this conversation with me. I I so appreciate you and I thank you so much. And I wish you all the success with this book. You so deserve it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I hope you and your listeners will take a read. I'm giving you a big energetic hug and just keep going. Just just keep going and, and know how powerful you are and you can do anything that you decide is important enough. But first you gotta figure out what's important to you. So Cheers to that. And and I'm just, I'm sending everyone so much love. Oh, thank you, Kate. Well, beauty, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you have a second, please rate, review, and hit subscribe. Don't forget to share Align and Hustle with a friend. For more information, be sure to check out the podcast page at www.kathyspence.com slash podcast. I hope to see you here again next Tuesday. Talk soon.